One of the most critical lessons that I have learned through practicing mindfulness for a long period of time, and there have been many lessons along the way for certain, but one of the ones that I seem to find is something that I deal with just about every day and multiple times a day is, and I've, I've, I've struggled a little bit with having a name for it, but the best way that I can characterize this is what I refer to as the inner choreographer. There is this voice in my head, and I don't even really want to call it a voice. It's not really a voice. It's a, it's just, it's just a, an inclination. It's a habit of thinking that where, whenever I find myself in certain situations with different people or just, you know, dealing with, you know, my own emotions, the ups and downs of my own emotions and the way that I feel in any given moment, there is this tendency to have this instinct to try to make something different than what it really is. So, yeah, calling it a voice is probably not the best word for that. It's just, re- and that's what's the, what is amazing about this is that, you know, finding out and realizing that it really is just a habit of thought. It's not something that exists on its own. It's not a separate entity. It is, it is just simply a pattern of thinking. It's a, it's a neural groove, as they call it. It's just a way of responding to what's going on in any given moment in our lives. And now that I've just shared these different reflections about this and what I have learned about it, it's taken, you know, it wasn't like I woke up one day and suddenly realized all of these things. I didn't, you know, this did not all fall into place, you know, just in, you know, just in one sitting. This is really, these are, this is, these are pieces of a puzzle that took me years to figure out what exactly was happening, what exactly was going on. And what I found is, is that the longer I started paying attention to my mind, you know, just during times of quiet, that that was starting to build a different neural groove. That was starting to develop a different mental habit. And that particular habit has enabled me, and this is something that is available to anyone that practices mindfulness, to start really seeing that we, it's so easy to fall into the trap of wanting to, you know, to have this inner choreographer trying to somehow arrange things to, to be a certain way. We can find ourselves, you know, just feeling off or not feeling really great in a particular moment. And suddenly, before we know it, without being mindful of it, we are suddenly trying to talk ourselves into feeling a different way. Or what the inner choreographer may be doing is trying to give us ideas about, well, maybe if I do this, I'll feel better. Maybe if I have this, I'll feel better. Maybe if I don't do this, I'll feel better. And it's amazing to me how many different solutions that this particular you know pattern of thought can provide for us. And it's almost in a way like we, you know, it, the mind can remember, you know, if I'm in this particular situation and this is happening or this is not happening, there are, it becomes almost these unconscious, what I refer to as solutions. And I'm using that word 
really kind of in a, in a in a way that you know it's not really the way I'm meaning it to be. It's because what happens is the 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 mind that is thinking, the mind that is unconscious, thinks or believes that you know if I do this or don't do this, that these are solutions. When in fact, in many cases, I've realized that these are not solutions. In most cases, for me, whatever it is that my habits of mind seem to offer up to me as a solution for something is usually something that's going to just distract me from from what's really going on and it's also going to give me a way to really not embrace what's really happening because I'm going to be too busy trying to find and apply a solution quote unquote to whatever it is or you know it is that I'm dealing with or wherever it is I find myself in life or whoever it is that I'm dealing with that things are not going the way that I want or in the way that I had hoped and after spending a lot of years really just paying attention to this particular habit of of mind and habit of thought I've realized how powerful it really can be and it gets to a place where I've watched this enough that and the thing what's interesting about it is like all you know like all mental habits like all habits of mind that we have mindfulness is not a way to stop having those thoughts it, it, there's really no way to do that in at least from in my experiences and from people I've talked to who have engaged in mindfulness practice you know for long periods of time and have done this engaged in this practice you know for years so the idea really is to just get more comfortable with seeing when, you know, catching or what I refer to as catching ourselves in the act of trying to somehow choreograph things to be a certain way. And it's so interesting how we can do this even when we don't even when we don't even know whether it will help or not. You know, we're really not sure whether this is really the best course of action. Or if we're, or if we're not taking action, when the situation deems it necessary that we do, a lot of, in a lot of cases, we'll just do this mindlessly, or at least for me, I have done this mindlessly and not really even known for sure whether it was really what was best. And to take that to the, to its further extreme, in a lot of cases, I have done this. In the absence of having any other any other uh, idea about what to do or not to do, and have found that it actually has made the situation worse. And especially when I'm trying to force something, when there's you know there's something that I want to happen, and you know it's not happening, and I know it's not happening, and I'm not happy about the fact that it's not happening, and so you know in the absence of any other ideas to try to make something happen or even better in the absence of me realizing and having that wisdom, that deep inner wisdom of knowing that there's no way I can really make things happen. I can't really make people, you know, be the way I want them to be. I can't even really in a lot of cases make myself be the way that I think that I should. I'm ultimately just going to be however I am in any given moment. Certainly it's not to say that I can't try to develop to develop good habits and try to develop more healthy ways to cope and res- and you know cope with and respond to things that are happening 
but in each moment, however I end up choosing to be or not choosing to be is the way that it's going to, that's what's going to actually happen. And I had the most interesting experience this week. I had a uh, lunch with some business colleagues and I had some ideas about what that conversation was going to be about. And it wasn't that it was just me choosing, you know, the agenda for this on my own. We had had some conversations previously about, you know, having this meeting and, you know, there was a general consensus as to whatever, you know, we were going to talk about. And for some strange reason, I noticed as we, you know, met and began to talk that we really weren't getting anywhere near or anywhere close to what it is that we were really intending to talk about. And what is so interesting about it is, is that it was very pleasant conversation. Uh, It was actually a great opportunity to get to know people that I had been working with for a while, you know, to get to know them better at a deeper level and to just let them be who they are. And yet, as that was happening, I knew that's what was going on. There was, you know, because I have practiced paying attention, and this is available to anyone, I've practiced paying attention to the way my mind is responding to and reacting to what is actually going on. And so I became aware very quickly that I had expectations going into this meeting that there were definite thoughts that I had about the hopes that we were going to address certain things. And it's not to say that I did not want to have some personal dialogue and really have some spontaneous conversation because I love doing that and that's something that's very enjoyable. But I think what happened was the fact that I had any sort of agenda at all for this conversation. And I'm not saying that's bad and I'm certainly not saying it's wrong. I know when we're dealing with work-related things, and sometimes even in our personal lives, we have certain agendas. There's things that need to be talked about. There's things that need to be dealt with. There are decisions that need to be made. And that's just really part of the human experience. So I'm not, I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying that thinking or, you know, critical thinking or planning or collaborating, you know, around a specific agenda is wrong. There are clearly appropriate times for those sort of things. This was not a situation that was an emergency. This is not a situation in which, you know, this needed, this absolutely had to be dealt with on this particular day. It would have been nice, clearly, but that's really just, that's not the same thing, and I knew that. So, for some reason, without paying attention to it at first, you know, I was harboring some expectations about where, you know, where the conversations were going to, you know, to where they were going to go, what was going to be discussed, you know, what were, you know, resolving and answering, resolving some things we needed to talk about. And there again, that's the, 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 the problem with this is, is that if I think that we need to talk about it, you know, the people who I'm talking with may not feel that same need. And the more that I become aware of that, the less that I'm going to feel frustration And I I don't know if everyone has felt this before, but you have certain things that you want to talk about. There's certain things that you want and need to share. And you're not getting an opportunity to do that. And so, and I know that I've done this before too. And I found myself in this place just a couple of days ago. So it's almost like when I slow everything down, it's amazing how much is really happening you know, in my mind is this, is that, you know, and, and, and keep in mind 
I'm engaging, I'm actively engaging in a conversation with people and I'm needing to be, to pay attention. I'm needing to pay attention to what's being said. I want to be present in that conversation, but how could I really do that when I was starting to, you know, compare how the conversation was going with my expectations or hopes for how the conversation would go. And then I'm feeling urges to speak up and try to, there there again, there's that inner, inner choreographer. You know, what can I do to make this thing happen the way I want it to happen? You know, we're clearly not going the direction that I thought we're going. So there's almost like this inner flailing around going on in my mind. It's like, Okay, you know, and and the deeper that it gets, the more that I'm feeling, you know, and there again, that's me feeling like we're not getting anywhere. It doesn't mean we're not getting anywhere. And that's a very important distinction to make. That's just a reaction in my mind. I am just feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm drowning. We're not getting anywhere. This is, we're never going to talk about what it is that I think that we need to talk about. And so in real time, all these things are happening all at once. I'm beginning to think about the ramifications of what happens if we don't ever get around to talking about what I thought we were going to talk about today. And it's almost overwhelming. And I'm, I'm trying to keep from laughing because it's so ridiculous, but yet it's so human. And it's beautiful because this is what we do as humans. This is the human game. This is what it's all about. And the thing about it is, is I can't stop being human. And I know no one else can either. So when I find myself in situations like this, you know, all I had to do, and and pretty soon it's like a runaway train. I'm having all of these thoughts about, oh my gosh, we're not going to get around to talking about this. So that means that I'm not going to be able to do this and this. And when I'm not able to do this and this because I've not gotten the answers about how I'm going to be able to get what I need to do this and this and this, then what exactly is going to happen? And then when I'm not able to do this, this, and this, you know, what is going to be the chain reaction of that? And if this happens, you know, what is that going to cause? And, and I and I realize I'm being a little bit dramatic, but what's interesting is that's exactly what was happening inside of my mind. All those thoughts were happening just at the speed, you know, at a speed that is just overwhelming for us to really process. And here's the most amazing part about it is I'm still trying to be present in this conversation. So I've got, you know, my brain is being just stretched and twisted, you know, 18 or 20 different ways. And this is just as a response to having a simple conversation with a few colleagues, with a few people that I work with. And how in the world can I ever really get out of this conversation what I'm hoping to get out of it if the problem is I you know I'm you know the problem is that I'm thinking or making the assumption that I'm going to get anything out of this conversation and I don't know if if everyone has ever been in a conversation where there's that one person who is literally trying to take the conversation a certain way and you can clearly see that the other people in the conversation really are not going along for that ride and so this person just continues to keep, you know, saying things that really have nothing to do with what's being talked about, that they're almost kind of like by brute force trying to take the conversation in a different direction. And you're kind of watching them struggling 
and it's you know it's embarrassing to watch and I'm certain that it's embarrassing to be that person once you wake up and realize and and I and I and it's it's happened to me many times I have you know been that person that is trying to get a conversation to go a certain way or trying to get a thing in life to happen a certain way and it seems to be that there is this need for us to believe that we somehow can choreograph things so to speak to to make things happen a certain way and life seems like and and other people being so much a part of our lives you know there's there's the sense of frustration i've had so many people say to me over the years it's so frustrating getting people to do what i need them to do it's so difficult and it's so aggravating trying to get people to cooperate when they won't and i could go on and on about this this is this is really about way more than just what happens when we're in a conversation with others that we have an agenda about we can be in a place in life where we need something to to happen a certain way uh and i realize you know if i give examples there's just so many and i don't necessarily think i need to really do that we can be in a place in our life that we don't want to be and somehow we feel like if we can just choreograph things a certain way if i can just do this this and this that somehow i will magically no longer be you know struggling with this thing anymore or i will not be in this place in life anymore and the thing is i don't really ever know for sure whether i can you know do anything to change anything or not and i realize there are times when legitimate action is called for but i know that if you know i'm never going to know that for sure i'm never going to be able to make that determination in the best way. and and even though i know i can't really ever know for sure i know for certain that i cannot make that decision about what is really best for me to do if i'm in a situation i don't want to be in if my life is going a certain way and i don't want it to be going this particular way i know that if i am in the middle of getting in my own way and that's really what this feels like in other words when i'm having all of these re-inner internal reactions and these you know just constant thoughts about you know it's almost like it's a uh, it's you know it's i've heard people refer to the term as spitballing it's just you're throwing ideas out in the air and i realize there's times when you're needing a creative response to something and that can help but i think in some cases it really is just something that's actually the more that we're engaged in this the more that we're trying to choreograph events to unfold a certain way you know we're we're so busy doing that that we really can't get a real handle on you know why we are where we are why what is happening is happening and we don't necessarily always have answers to those questions but i know that it's much easier for me to get perspective if i am not mindlessly engaging in this habit of trying to make things be a certain way and while i can't stop myself from doing it what i can do is simply just be aware that i'm doing it and it's a lot harder to keep this up when i'm realizing ah oh, okay this you know this is me doing this again oh that's what i'm doing okay you know the inner choreographer is 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 back is back in action you know look 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 what he's trying to do look how ridiculous this is and there again this is not to beat myself up or judge myself it's just merely to take a step back 
and not take it so seriously. And in some cases, I, you know, at least for me, and I'm not saying this is right for everyone, but I know for me sometimes it is funny and it, it is silly to look at the ridiculousness of how I'm responding to something or how I'm reacting to a certain thing that's happening. And it's always, you know, when I am laughing at myself or looking at how ridiculous I am actually being about a certain situation, it's, it's coming from a place of love and non-judgment. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to make myself feel worse about myself. What I'm really trying to do is just take a step back and not hold on so tightly and realize that in this life, so much of what happens to us, so much of where we find ourselves, you know, we're not in a position to just take a bunch of quick, you know, take a bunch of quick actions and brute force it into being a different way. If we're really trying to get somewhere different, if we're really wanting our lives to be different than what they are, I know that it's going to take a lot more than me just mindlessly you know, trying to, you know, try this and then try this and then try this. And, you know, I literally find that that's, that is what's so difficult about finding myself in these places. It's, it's that, you know, the problem is if there is a problem at all, it's, I used to think the problem was that, you know, here I am in this situation. And if I could just make this situation be different or make it go away or make this person be different than the way that they're being, or be who I need them to be and who they clearly aren't, that I would be happier. And what I realize now is, is that for me, I can find more joy amidst these things because in some cases I can't control what's happening, is if I can just roll with it and let it be what it's going to be. And it's there again, it's not to say that if there are things I can do that are positive and constructive, I certainly want to do them. But I don't want to do them in a reactive way. I don't want to just, you know, because I'm uncomfortable with the way things are or wishing it was different, I don't want to necessarily have just those be knee-jerk reactions and just things that I'm doing without really thinking about whether it's best. And I can just really have some fun with it. And it's not to say that, you know, I, you know not to say that, you know, we should never take life seriously. But I think in just some of these moments that we find ourselves, that in some cases, you know, humor... And taking things a little lighter or taking it more lightly sometimes is just what it takes to allow us to kind of loosen our grip a little bit and let go and start to see that, you know, there it is. There we go again. You know, we're trying to choreograph this and we're trying to really engineer something to make it different than what it is. Instead of trusting that we really can get through whatever it is that's going on and deal with the ramifications of whatever is happening instead of trying to just change it as a knee-jerk reaction. I think we can actually find that there's more creativity and that we actually can become much more patient and much more understanding if we learn to just embrace these things first and be aware of that we're reacting to them and let go of the need to give any that any energy and just and trust in the process and know that what will happen, you know, will happen. And if there's anything that we do need to do, you know, when it's time for us to know what that is, we'll know and we'll do what we need to do.